Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldra. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Monday. NBA playoffs rolling, NCAA legislation. Uh, welcome in, folks. Glad you're spending a little part of your morning with us here. We are brought to you by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Tabor, top of the morning to you. What's up, gentlemen? Uh, we're hanging in there. Jamie, you're looking uh, rather dapper this morning. I don't know about dapper. Uh, certainly thinner. Um, this is this is uh, this is taking me to a whole new level as far as weight loss. I am a, I am uh, literally down to I think a, a fighting weight of one fifty seven. And uh, I think my leg weighs that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I was that intimidating at, at one eighty something. But uh, now I, uh, you know, it's not a good good time to go to battle right now. A little little, little weak, but coming back and. Uh, this is uh, represents 30 days since uh, St. Francis was nice enough to discharge me. Uh, I haven't seen a bill yet, but I, I know it's coming at some point. Uh, but uh, I'm continuing to take my. Uh, I'm on the wagon. Uh, no, uh, no, nothing. No, no alcoholic uh, or adult beverages will. Uh, that that, could, be, that could be the problem. Yes, and I said when I went back to Sean, I said, you know, nothing. The only thing, uh, Kentucky-wise. That will cross my lips will be the Kentucky Wildcats basketball team from this point forward. Uh, which, by the way, I saw an interesting. Have you seen that the thirty thirty? I've heard Calabari. about it. I've not seen that yet. Pretty, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Pretty fascinating. Um, he's, uh, you know, it was about the one and done. This right. was one and not done, and was the name of the show. And uh, some interesting uh, highlights they brought out as to why, you know, and, and a lot of these kids, you know, Calipari pushes them out the door pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> he pushes them out the roost and. Uh, it's his it's his motive of uh, operation now, and, and it's come under some scrutiny. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some NCA rules um, today. Uh, Sean, I think, touched on them, but there's uh, these are these are things that may have unintended consequences. We don't know, but we'll get into that some today. And uh, obviously, um, you know, uh, baseball's started. Uh, you know, we've got uh, a lot going on. So anyway, we'll get. Uh, I, I don't, and I'm on to. Particularly interested, I think I texted you. I, I was really interested to hear from your perspective, you know, about an early signing period and so forth. And, uh, and being a former coach, how you think this will impact, you know, budgets, everything from budgets to, uh, you know, who's left after. Will there be a lot of kids that go early, um, sign early? And then does that just leave a, a crew of recruit? I don't think uh, Kirby Smart was – I saw him. He, he is not a fan of it because he said it's not going to save money. Uh, all they'll do is turn around and go toward the 2019 class. Yeah, well, look, it's not like the University of Georgia is worried about cutting a budget. No, they're I not. I mean, it's like, hey, guys, we can't have cheese on the burgers this week. You know, we got to cut back. Look, here's the thing on the – and this is just my perspective. I have not lived through a recruiting class like this with the NCAA in football, so I'm just going to give you a – semi-experienced person's uh, viewpoint on it. And and I'll take you back to this year. If you remember, you have all the coaches that are losing their jobs and people hiring. And that's in uh, December, primarily. Right. You know, primarily December. Sometimes they start bouncing them in November, or if you're LSU, you bounce them in September. Nonetheless, Mm. the signing period, correct me if I'm wrong, is what? In February. Uh, the first weekend and first Wednesday in, in February. Okay, right. so what you have is you have new coaches like Tom Herman, for example, that gets the job at the very end of December, early January. So you literally have a month to sort of scramble around and try to sign players, uh, depending on where, you know, what school you're at. 
with this new situation now that you're going to have a signing period in, uh, what, December, mid-December, does that escalate some timetables? My just off-the-top prediction, you're going to see coaches get fired earlier this year. Really? Yeah, because they're going to have to have people in place. So there's a lot of assistants that are going to get opportunities to be head coaches, albeit on an interim basis, than they would otherwise because – You know, if you have a December, what was it, December 15th or whatever the signing date is, and this is just my semi-educated opinion, and I I talked to a couple people this weekend that football guys that sort of uh, bolstered this. And so now if your signing period is December 15th, if you're the the college, are you really going to fire the guy December 18th when he has a huge recruiting class? Well, and a lot of times, Terry, that December 15th, uh, that's – that's been used here to four about uh, for junior college signees, right? Yes, I believe so. Uh, so those that can come in early and get into spring ball. So they're basically just moving that to allow high school kids. But I, I, I agree with you. And there were some interesting dynamics, uh, particularly here in the state. I mean, you know, uh, Ed Orgeron had not had the job. Uh, but he was telling recruits, I'm going to be – I mean, that's all he could do. Yeah, that's what you do. And Absolutely. Then, and then he made some changes after the signing period in February where, you know uh, – you know, Jabbar Jaluk and uh, and uh, Damian Craig, yeah, were both uh, both shown the door. So, and that's interesting because uh, you know LSU seemed to be close on a lot of the kids that went to Alabama, and there wasn't enough makeup time to, to for those relationships. Apparently, it, it sounds that way. And that's the you know uh, that's the excuse we're going to make. But I don't again in 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 their defense. I mean, it was. If if LSU had made that change with Miles when it was supposed to have happened, would LSU have been in that position? What the year before? Yeah. Well, if LSU had made the change with Miles the year before, do you think Orgeron would have had the job? That's a. That, I knew that was going to be the next thing out of your mouth, and that's a no. I don't. Right. Think it I mean, no. Been, yeah. I don't think anybody thinks that. But uh, at the same time, I mean, I don't know. This is going to keep. You're right. This is going to keep agents busy. Well, I think you know this also, Jamie, and I think Ed Orgeron is a great example of this. I think you're going to see more Ed Orgeron's in the sense that you put somebody in that interim position, and interim position is, is a trial. Yes. And you sit back as the president and AD, and let's just see what happens. Okay, he didn't run it into the ditch, so that guy might be pretty safe. And I think you're going to see more of that as schools get ready to make uh, decisions. I think they're going to get rid of these guys early, try to have somebody on staff to recruit. If you're Orgeron or anybody in that position, you absolutely tell kids you're going to have the job. Absolutely, I'm going to be the head coach. And if you're not, then, oh, well, and if you are, then you're already ahead of the game in recruiting. But as long as you have that interim tag on you, uh, it's a tough sell to recruit, especially at the level they're recruiting at. You're recruiting at the elite of the elite of the elite. Right. Look who you're going against. You're going against Jim Harbaugh. You're going against Nick Saban. You're going against the elite people in America. Um, And so it, it does make a difference. But the interesting thing on this recruiting and by the way, you're welcome to, uh, to weigh in on this, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. Here's the interesting thing. They have stopped high school coaches from accepting positions yeah, that was on the staff uh, of a program. And, and let me, let's, let's, let's talk about this, um, exactly what it is. A high school coach or prospect is not allowed to take a paid or volunteer job as an analyst or a strength coach at the college recruiting that coach's prospect. Uh, he is t- permitted to take a job at the college as a full-time on-the-field coach. So he can be a they can make him an on-the-field coach because now they went up from nine to ten. So you got ten full-time assistant coaches. Is that effective in 2018? I believe so. Yeah, yeah the, it, uh, it goes into effect January 18th. The rules are effective immediately and wrote, retroactive to include contracts signed on or after January 18th. So it's now. So here's the issue. College coaches at every level in every sport mm-hmm. have signed high school or, or have hired high school coaches. Dale Brown used to do this. Yeah. Uh, he got uh, Stanley Roberts with Jim Childress. Uh, and, and there's tons of players that have went to – Schools based on the relationship with their high school coaches. Tons of high school coaches have gotten their start in college like that. Uh, is it good? Is it bad? I, you know, I can't speak to that, but it is a fact. And so Gus Malzahn 
who was a high school coach. His uh, Rhett Lashley, his uh, former offensive coordinator, went to UConn. Is that went to UConn, yeah. sure did. Went to UConn. There's a ton of guys that got their start in high school. Mm-hmm. And Melzahn's going, you know, it's not fair because you just crushed every high school coach out there that has the um, interest in coaching collegiately. So for three years, if I'm recruiting your player, and there's certain pro- – I mean, take this area, for example. You look at the two pro- programs that put the most Division One players out there in football, West Monroe and Neville, right? Correct. I mean, there's nobody else close. West Monroe Neville, there's nobody else close. Washita. There's nobody else close. Okay. And I'm a Washita grad. I mean, no disrespect to them, but the, the two programs that put people out year after year after year, Neville and West Monroe, and, and then certainly Washita or Ruston. But if you're a coach there, you can't go – to that school now because they're recruiting your kids. And you got kids every year that are going to come out and play, some years more than others. And so what you've just done is you have shut the door on them. And Malzahn's like, look, this is – do you really think this is fair? And then uh, Bob Bowlesby, who is uh, was still the Big 12 commissioner. They I think still, he was the one that uh, authored that legislation. Yeah, he is he? the one that authored it. He goes, look, there's a lot of shenanigans, I think was his – yeah. This uh, really emanates out of the camp conversations we had. There's a lot of shenanigans that have been going on. Um, and this is an environment where a high school coach or a 707 shows up with a busload of kids and gets a big honorarium for bringing them to camp, and they're having an unofficial visit. I mean, that's – Jamie, that's what happens a lot. Let's just say I've got five or six kids or ten kids or 20 kids and I want to go to the LSU camp or, or Texas camp or whoever. It doesn't matter. Well, the coach loads them all on the bus, mm-hmm. takes them down there because the coach is providing transportation. The coach is providing the expenses for it. And you get down there and the coach uh, gets to work the camp and they can pay him pretty much whatever they want to. You know, if they want to pay him ten thousand, they pay him ten thousand. They don't pay him five hundred. They pay him five hundred. I got nothing wrong with high school coaches making as much money as they possibly can well, in any and, way, shape, and, or form. And they're saying, "Well, it's nefarious." You know. Well, what, I mean, once again, here's the problem I have with the NCAA. Okay, you really want to get this in a nutshell. The very people that do this for a living, the high school coach who has went to college, he has a degree. That's his profession. All right, that's what he does. It's true. You're legislating him out of the recruiting process again. That's what you're doing. You're taking them out again. You're lessening the impact they have on kids again. They've done that in basketball, and it's imploding on them because all the AAU guys are the ones that are controlling uh, basketball now. High school, too, a little bit, but nothing compared to what it used to be. You know, the guys that are trained for it and, like, that's what they do for a living. Now it's the AAU guys. You're going to see the same thing in football. You've heard Urban Meyer and different guys go off on these seven-on-seven guys. Right. That's what they're pushing this to as well. So now you can't hire them. I mean, Saban was was very intelligent in doing this. He hired a, a, an army of consultants, of analysts. Like about 50 of them. Yeah, and but you know what? That's within the rules. It's within their budgetary guidelines, which there are none. I don't. I mean, he's just cutting edge with it. Jim Harbaugh was having satellite camps everywhere between here and Mars. Well, they simply like cut that out. Uh, you can't have satellite camps anymore. You can the only camps now. Now Saban was against the satellite camps yes, because he it, wanted them on his campus. Yes, which I understand, and I I have to I can't imagine I'm agreeing with Nick Saban on that, but I am. There's more players in the South than there are in Michigan. That's right, and uh, of course Michigan comes down here for speed. Exactly for their uh, most of their um, they can get the linemen, but they got to come down here for the athleticism and the, the wide receivers and the skill position players. Um, this takes on a whole lot of different – now, I, I do understand that it's two years after the kid enrolls before you can hire that high school coach. Is that the – I believe that's correct. Three yeah, years. Th- is it three years? I think it's three. So, basically, they're trying to – you know, and, again, Malzahn being a big high school promoter, he's 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 really and, – and I think you're starting to see it in his recruiting. Malzahn, being a former high school coach, has empathy – for what they go through, the hours they put in, and so forth, and I, I kind of tend to agree. I, at first, I wasn't, you know, I knew that this did help to some players, maybe sway them one way. So, I mean, you know, really, as if, as if this is a new concept. What, what about I mean, Shea Patterson's brother? That's at Ole Miss. That's a good point. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not. He was at LSU. Thank you. And LSU had a chance to hire him and didn't do it. Right. And so he bailed to go where they – look, I don't have a problem with that, to be honest with you. I mean, how many times has that really happened? Here, here's the other thing with coaches. And uh, this is done – I'm going to give you a little secret, especially on the junior college level. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. We come back. I'm going to give you the other side of this. There's a reason 
that a lot of times colleges will hire the high school coaches. Uh, and, and it's not what you think it's going to be. When I tell you, you're going to go, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, other nefarious things that go on, surely there are. But at the end of the day, you're trying to put the best product on the field or the court you can. And you're also trying to help the young people involved in this situation. You listen to ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, solving all the problems of the world and the NCAA if they would only listen to us. But they don't. This segment <laughs> sponsored by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie and I will be back in a minute. And when you walking out on the street and the wind catches your feet, sends you fly. Rocket fast car wash. Rocket fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. At Rocket Fast Car Wash, our goal is clean cars and a great experience. With our free bug wash, wall of foam, carnauba wax, tire shine, and free vax, you'll always get more value for your money at Rocket Fast, and all in four minutes or less. With our unlimited Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you like at any of our six locations, from Monroe to our newest location at 9625 Mansfield Road in Shreveport. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Spring is here, and so are the great deals at Jim Taylor and Ruston. Save 12000 off MSRP on a 2017 Expedition. Save 10000 off MSRP on a 2016 F-150. A 2017 Mustang for only 20987 And save 11000 off MSRP on a 2016 Super Duty. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Off MSRP includes all factory and JTF discounts, price plus TTNL dock and notary fees, stock number 17017-16470-17029-16482. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. What I tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Hey, small business owners, are you managing your backups or are they managing you? Kevin with Hitech again. What if a tornado or a flood or a fire destroyed your office and all of your files? Or CryptoLocker came calling and denied you access to your data. Could your business recover? At Hitech, we have a solution that will back up, protect, and recover your data, and it's more cost-effective than you think. Call us today at 582-1800 to learn more. That's high tech, 582-1800. Speedy Oil Change and Tune-Up is committed to helping you preserve the life of your vehicle by offering the highest quality preventative maintenance services with tune-ups, brakes, radiator services, plus Speedy's 17-point oil chain. They're your Bridgestone Firestone dealer and provide nitrogen tire filling. Have bumps in the road? Knocked your wheels out of alignment? Get your ride back on the straight and narrow at Speedy in Ruston, 315 North Service Road East. Now offering alignment. Speedy oil change and tune-up. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly. My dad started our business when I was 15 years old. Wow, 39 years in business, and the tradition continues with my son, Chris. Visit us today at our Bossier City or Shreveport locations, or visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sHomes.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in. ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge here. This segment brought to you by friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Very good. $7.99 lunch special. Go see them on Tower Drive in Monroe next to Nukes. Powerworks Gourmet Pizza. By design, Jamie, we were hitting this before, and I got a couple texts in there. You guys are welcome to text in as well. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. A couple pro and con people uh, on my phone talking about hiring the coaches. Here's another reason you hire high school coaches sometimes at the collegiate level because they know the kids, and there's a comfortability that the kids have with the high school coach. Sure, and so you bring them in to basically help manage that individual. Now, 
the thing is, if you're a high school coach and you get a job with a player, the player's probably pretty good. You don't see them hiring, you know, bad, getting bad players and hiring coaches. So, uh, and you have a lot of good high school coaches out there. Now, is high school and college coaching different? Yeah, in a lot of ways it is. And as a high school coach, I didn't understand that. You know, college is, is 95% recruiting. Mm-hmm. 95% of your recruiting. Can some guys X and O and coach better and communicate better than others? Absolutely. So can mailmen or nurses or the guy at the Sonic in the car hop. Uh, you know, it just really varies. But it's, it's a similar game in some ways. It's different in others. But uh, I'm with Gus Malzahn on this. I, I don't like the rule limiting the ability for that high school coach to, to be employed. Uh, there's nothing else that we do in America that limits the ability of that high school coach to be employed. So what does this mean, Terry, as far as what could happen? We, we mentioned Alabama. You know, they brought in all these consultants, assistants to assistants, analyzing the tape. Well, I mean, they'll have a – I could see that possibly mushrooming under this scenario. Um, point – well taken. Uh, there's a guy, uh, all of a sudden, There's uh, the University of Kansas is blown up in recruiting. <laughs> yeah, they're in taking Memphis's team. Well, oh. what they uh, this is in, in football. Okay. Uh, this is a, kid, a guy named Tony Hull, who I think was the head coach at Warren Easton, or somewhere, anyway, Warren Easton, McDonough, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, the guy had worked at uh, NASA, Mishu, down there on the, on the plant, and all of a sudden, he, you know, his calling is in coaching. Well, all of a sudden, he gets about, not all of them have, have stuck so far, but he's gotten six kids from the state of Louisiana, or four kids that I know of from the state of Louisiana to commit to Kansas. Um, that's maybe maybe that was the intent of this rule. I don't know. Uh, but what is what if, what if you're an LSU guy right now going, my God, this guy's coming in and raiding us. Uh, do you bring him? I mean, is that your 10th assistant? Well, what, is that what are you going to do now? Because you got to keep that guy from coming in your backyard. Well, what if you? What if they hire? What if they? He was not allowed to go to Kansas. What if he wasn't coaching there and he had been a high school coach? How many of those guys you think are at Kansas today? Right. None, because it's the relationship. That's the one thing the NCAA, in my opinion, has has always done a poor job, is not understanding the relationship you have. You know, it's like I, I'll pick at rec guys all the time. Some of my really good friends are rec coaches. And, you know, you'll turn on the TV in the NBA playoffs yesterday, and you'll see some coach just ripping into a player, or you'll see Saban do it or Belichick, and they'll just be yelling in and ripping him up and down. And, and you know, and so the rec guy thinks, well, that's what I should do. I should, well, you don't understand the relationship that that coach has with that player. It's like one of your family members. Right. You know, you can say stuff to your family members that nobody else had better say. Because you have that relationship, so they think that's the way you do it. Well, sort of the same thing here in in recruiting. They're going to go where they're comfortable, and they're going to go where there's the best opportunity they feel. So is my best opportunity going with my coach if I get that chance and I know he's going to help take care of me? Well, point case in point, the number one player I think in the country is going to Missouri and was committed somewhere else, I do believe. Washington. Washington, yeah. yeah. Washington. Uh, Lorenzo Lomar. Romar loses his job at Washington. Uh, I think it's the kid's dad, though. Yeah, it's the kid's dad that was so, going to be hired. Yeah. So I think uh, all of a sudden the uh, is it Quanzo Martin at Missouri? All of a sudden says, "Oh, yeah, here we go." Good move by Quanzo. Quanzo always manages to stay one step ahead of the guillotine, doesn't Boy, he? Boy, he does. He always manages to scoot out of town right before um, something bad, but he keeps getting hired. And now he is at Missouri, and this number one kid was was, and so that's you know I can see I don't know where. You can tell a kid, no, you can't. You know, you, he hadn't signed anything yet, so it wasn't wasn't official. So he could get out. I mean, I, I can see a lot of kids. This could get ugly. Uh, kids that have already signed. Yeah, their dad gets a job somewhere well, else. Well, their dad, they could hire the dad. Sure, you can't hire a coach. So, like, if you remember Danny Manning when he went to Kansas originally with Larry Brown back in the eighties, mm-hmm. uh, Ed Manning, his dad was a truck driver. And all of a sudden, Larry Brown said, "You know what?" Ed, I think your calling is in basketball. And they hired Ed as an assistant coach a year ahead of time. And sure enough, Danny Manning materializes on the Kansas campus, leads him to a 1987, 88, one of the two national championships. And now Danny is the head coach uh, at Wake Forest. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, it happens more than uh, you could imagine. You know, we talked about Patrick Ewing not being able to keep his son at Georgetown because of the nepotism laws. 
Patrick Ewing just named the head coach at Georgetown. Right. His son was on staff with uh, John Thompson the third before. Georgetown won't let him keep him because of the nepotism laws. And then we see this thing with, and we haven't even talked about it at University of Memphis with Tubby Smith. Yeah, the two players. Tubby there. Smith had the uh, the two twins that everybody in the country recruited. Uh, these guys went on Instagram and and had an expletive filled rant toward Tubby Smith, basically saying uh, we're leaving, and uh, gave him the one finger salute on the way out the door uh, publicly. It was really bad. By the way, the kid's dad had been shopping them for years. I want a college job out of it. I want this. I want that. Uh, he had been an AAU coach, I think. And so anyway, these guys are bailing to Kansas, and that's got to be a good look for Kansas when you have that. They sub- subsequently came back out and apologized uh, for – Yeah, but uh, did, did Smith have any, really anything to – I mean, they're – Yeah, here's what he did. He demoted the dad when he got the job. The dad right. was an assistant coach. He demoted him. Oh, by the way, guess who he hired as the assistant coach? His son. So the dad's a little peeved over that one. But that's where the nepotism laws are different. Right. It's, it's a completely different thing. Rick Patino, Richard Patino worked for Rick for a while. He was at Florida International. That became a jumble mess. And Minnesota's been a, a bag of mixed tricks so far. But it's just different things that go on. You look at the Bowdens and that family tree, there's 40 of them. Uh, the Ryan's family tree is, is 45 of those guys. Yeah, in the NFL. So. You know, I, you know, you're penalizing people because of the relationships. Uh, Stephen chimes in, and I think this is pretty good. High school coaches uh, also still have a connect with the kids in the sport. Sometimes if you start out in college and never have to do in the game on a love of the sport level, you're out of touch with the players and more apt to be in for the sport first and not the kids. That's because uh, in college and professional, it is a business. And I would suggest this to you, Jamie Foxx. I think you're seeing high school sports become a business. It's not a love of the sport. I, look, I'd love to tell you we go back to the, you know, whatever the day is. You got the white picket fence outside, and kids are outside playing on a bicycle, and everybody goes and support. It ain't like that anymore. It, it's it's just not. Uh, and so that's kind of sad, but it's a, it's you're, you're closer to the point than we well, want it to there, be. There are tremendous high school coaches. Yeah. I get them every literally. If I don't get them every day, I get them every other day. People are sending me stories on how parents have forced out really good high school coaches. Because they're mad. I, I'm going to do something this week. I've got a, I got a buddy of mine that's uh, Doug Abrams. I've had him on the show before. He's a University of Missouri law professor. And he runs a blog about just different crazy things that go on in sports. Uh, he sent me a thing out of Massachusetts about a lady that's won like four or five state championships and just been incredibly successful sending kids on to college. Well, some parents got mad because their kid wasn't playing as much as they thought they should. And, and basically, she ended up just, hey, you guys can have it. Good luck. I love the kids, but the parents, see ya. Mm-hmm. And just, she released some of the emails that the parents had sent her. I'm like, man, that's that's pretty impressive. You know, this. But she's, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't blame her one bit. But you're, you're, you're seeing the gutless administrators now. There's, a, there's a, a deluge, if you will, of gutless administrators that won't stand up to parents. And so I, I think you have that going on. But this, again, is... You know, how many high school, how many parents have you ever heard that blame the high school coach that their kid doesn't get a scholarship? Tons. Well, if it, Jamie, if Coach Fox had have contacted the NFL, uh, you know, five foot two Joe would have been a defensive tackle for the Vikings. You know, and we, we've talked ad nauseum about delusional parents and thinking that, and, and we try to emphasize that, hey, there's nothing wrong with the kid going D3 or D2. Not my kid. Hey, if I, if, not my kid, no. no. I mean, if and I know, you know, they don't pay for scholarships at the D three level and R D two. Let but. me tell you what they do. Actually, a lot of D threes, you can have better packages than you can in D two and D one, depending because on the sport. They'll put together. A, they put an academic package together for you. Fantastic. They put a leadership scholarship in there. They put this. They put that. And basically, a, a D three is like going to McDonald's, or better yet, Pyworks. You go to Pyworks. And you have a coupon for breadsticks mm-hmm. and a soda. Mm-hmm. You got to buy the pizza, but you're getting discounts off of that. That's what every level is, other than full headcount sports. Full headcount sport is football and basketball. It's volleyball. It's women's golf, uh, and I think women's tennis. But that's scholarship, academics. Room, board, books, to the whole nine yards. Most sports are not. That's what people don't get. 
You know, the, the, my baseball people are the ones. Oh, that, my gosh. They, they the, have the they're the ones argument. that are out there because, you know, to get a full scholarship in baseball in Division One, you better be left-handed, six foot nine, and throw 172 miles an hour with a 4.0. That's right. Uh, I mean, it's out there, but you don't get – nobody gets them because of the money involved, the number of, play, uh, of people on the team, et cetera. And so it's different degrees of scholarship. And if think about scholarship as a coupon. You know, I might give you the French fry coupon. The other guy might get the apple pie coupon. Somebody else might get the French fry and the apple pie comp, you know. It, but it just it, it really varies so much. So we'll get on this a little bit more. Several texts in while uh, we'll be talking about this. You're listening to ESPN 97.7. We come back. Uh, basketball, football, and the delusion thereof sometimes that people deal with. ESPN 97.7, Jamie and I will be back in a moment. This segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need, Bobby Manning is there for you. Don't delay. Call him today, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Back in a minute. Sometimes it grass grows so fast it feels like you live in a jungle. Here's Richie McKinney. Tame the jungle in half the time with a Hustler Zero Turn Mower from McKinney's and Ruston. With heavy-duty welded steel decks, powerful Kohler and Kawasaki engines, Hustler stands the test of time. Prices start at just $27.99 or only $67 a month. It's 0% interest for qualified buyers. Come see us today at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, because it's a jungle out there. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge, and our spring clearance event is going on now at Brennan Dodge. We've got a great selection, so hurry in to pick your new ride. Like a 17 Jeep Cherokee Sport for only $19.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited for only $34.9, a 17 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland is $5,000 off MSRP, 17 Jeep Renegade is only $18.9, and 16 Wranglers are $4,000 off MSRP. It's going on now during the spring clearance event at Brennan Dodge, I-20 Service Road, Ruston. Hey, this is Sean Fox, Sports Director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6, for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here on your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. Jilly's Heating and Cooling has been proudly servicing our community since 1978, reviewing every finite detail to make sure each job was done correctly. Whether it's keeping you warm in the winter or cool in the summer, you can have peace of mind getting the maximum energy efficiency by the best of the Delta. Now with 0% APR 36-month financing with payment on qualifying carrier units. Turn to the experts. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your authorized carrier dealer. You're a business owner. You have enough pressure just managing your daily productivity. The last thing you need is to stress about the office equipment. Enter MoBiz. We're a single-source provider for all your copier printer needs and IT support. We provide renowned customer service without the automated attendant. So when you pick up that phone, you're speaking to a real person every time. But it doesn't stop there. We manage smart devices and fax. It's like we're part of your office staff. MoBiz, give us a call. We pick up the phone. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. Cause your opinion don't matter This a maniac It's gonna step on whomever The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back And better than ever Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 To join in on all the fun Hey, welcome back in ESPN 97.7 Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx with you 
The Edge, the segment brought to you by Spawnville. Oh, yes. Even though Easter has passed, that Sorry, doesn't mean Mother's that... Day's coming up. you got yeah. graduation coming up. A lot of things out there. Can... Spawnville, Lemmy Lane. Time to rally and go to Spawnville. Okay. We're going to give you the, the contact information for Drew and company out at Spawnville uh, at the end of this segment. But uh, I, I kind of wanted to dive into this because it sort of segues maybe a little bit what we're talking about. Uh, Sean Walker, who was uh, the Grambling State University basketball coach, uh, the winningest coach in 20 years, might I say? Ooh, at least, yeah. Uh, won 16 games this year, lost 17. And uh, it was the most since uh, a 16-12 and 12 record in 1998. So, yeah, 19 years. Might stand corrected. Uh, lost his job here a while back. And uh, the new athletic director, who had been on the job, I think, for, what, four months? Yep. Had come in, and uh, Grambling has not been exactly a stable environment for, for basketball for the last two decades. And for that's putting it mildly, Multiple yes. reasons. Right. Anyway, uh, I think they had won a total of 18 games the past six years combined. So he comes in and wins 16 games. Now, now folks, understand this. I think this was his fourth year. Is that right? No, I think it was his second, wasn't it? He hadn't been here very long. I don't know. I, I know year. he took him over when they were because Joseph AP. Price is the one they fired before that, yeah. and he used to be an assistant at Lamar, and uh, that was the new president that fired him. And I think we're like two presidents past that now. Uh, but at any rate, sixteen to seventeen record this year, and, and a multitude of guarantee games. And again, if you're a low Division One or a mid Division One program, and I'll let you figure out where everybody goes. I'm the only guy that ever admits that I was a low Division One basketball coach, but. Um, it, it, it's bizarre because so many guarantee guarantee games mean losses. That means money for you, for the school, and losses for your basketball or football team. Very simple. That's what it means. And so tons of guarantee. Go go pull up the schedule. Go pull up any swag schedule. Uh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, man, it's the boys. It's like the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know, your easy game is, uh, is West Virginia. At any rate um, – he took over a program in 2015, Walker did. Uh, they had went winless in 2013. When I say winless, Jamie, I mean Ofer. I mean, they won the same amount of games that you did that year. None. Oh. O, o, for, o for 26 or O for 30. Yep. They were 21 and 97 before Walker got there. Um, so right or wrong, uh, you have the new uh, Paul Bryant, who's the new athletic director, comes in and been here for four months. Not to be confused with Paul Bear Bryant. Bear Bryant, right. Um, and, and I guess this guy's from the East Coast as well, I do believe. At any rate, uh, decides that Walker is not the guy that's going to continue leading the resurgence for Grambling. And so Sean Isabella did an article I thought was interesting this weekend because uh, signing day is coming past, Jamie. Right? You know, the players that you need for, like, you know, this fall coming up. And uh, we're still without uh, a head basketball coach at Grambling. I think you still have May until, uh, you know, the signing period is over. You can still sign them after that. But, you know, the players are gone. They're, they're leaving. If you're, if you're very good, you are, you're going in. But, you know, you look at Walker when they came in, they walked into an APR death sentence. Oh, it was every bit as bad as ULM's. Oh, it's not worse. worse. Yeah. Uh, they, I think they were 351 out of 351. I mean, that, it doesn't get well, – I mean, there's nowhere to go. You're on, you're on life support at that yeah, point. Yeah, you're, you're, you're below life support. And so – you know, you're, this is going to be the fourth coach they've had since 2012, the fourth head men's basketball coach. And so I guess that – and I don't know, Walker, let me, let me say that. First of all, it's not like we're friends or anything. I've never met the man. But I just see what he's doing, going 16 and 17, trying to get some pride back into that program. Uh, but then, I, you know, I, I read the Sean Isabella, and it was interesting on, uh, on athletic director Bryant. Uh, he said, look, uh, the, and this is true, he goes, the calls are coming in from all over the country. Uh, his daughter is the director of women's basketball operations at UAB. She gets hit with a request, people wanting the Grambling high, uh, men's basketball job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard this one time when the Final Four was in Minneapolis, and, and I think it's very appropriate. They said, you know, somebody, if a head coach, head division one coach, jumped out of the 100th floor window of the Hilton in downtown Minneapolis, four people will apply for his job before he hits the ground. There's a lot of truth to that. And, it, you know, it is. Uh, and so, you know, the, the Director Brian apparently is getting a lot of uh, interest in it, and his quote was, for me, it shows it's a good job. Uh, people want to be part of it. And, again, um, 
Grambling was about three weeks into the application process. Forty applicants have formally submitted their opinion, their information to the HR portal. Uh, he said the pool is a unique mix of former coaches, assistants from the high school ranks all the way up to the NBA. NBA. Uh, and he said a bench coach in the NBA has applied for the job. Uh, no, no names on that. Uh, applicants to junior college, NAIA, Division One, Division Two, including Power Five assistant coaches. Um, mm. And this was his quote: "I knew it would happen. It's not a cocky thing. I just knew because these guys are chomping at the bit. These young coaches to be a Division One basketball coach. I was confident we're going to get a high quality pool, and I knew we would." Now we have the capacity with an NBA person. I knew we'd get Power Five assistance. So the question becomes, what's next? And so the search committee uh, has begun vetting applications, and even though the job doesn't close till April 28th, he hopes to have three finalists down by the first week of May, do on-campus interviews, and offer to come by the second week of May. Uh, it's time-sensitive because the players leave on September, uh, excuse me, on uh, May 12th. So you're trying to get a coach in before the players leave because you – very likely could see transfers depending on how that situation is handled. And, again, this is your athletic director. He goes, there's three uh, classifications of the coaches. There are the coaches that just want a job, they need a job, and then those who truly want to be part of Grambling State University. Uh, and his quote was, by me being a former basketball coach, I know that population. Uh, I think uh, he was a JUCO coach from for four, five, six years. Uh, it goes in basketball in most recent years. We haven't been successful. The understatement of the millennium. I want somebody invested in Grambling State University. Fair enough. I, you know, I get that. Um, and then there was an interesting quote here. And, and again, I'm just I'm just looking at this. Uh, Sean Isabel does a nice job writing this. And we might try to get him on tomorrow to kind of talk about it. He uh, goes, look, college coaching experience is preferred but not necessary. I'm just going to leave that alone. Most of all, he wants somebody with a winning pedigree on the court and off the court, someone who can relate to alumni, recruit local, locally, specifically within a 90-mile radius, and have players involved in the community. The alumni, they're a big part of this institution, and I want somebody that can be in the community. And Look, do you want a basketball coach, or do you want a rah-rah guy for the alumni? Folks, I hate to break it to you. Exactly. If you try to put a Division One program together in anything – Within a 90-mile radius in football or basketball? It ain't going to work. Folks, it's not happening. And particularly in today, that shows you how out of touch he is because, I mean, you look at uh, you look at today's college rosters, you're going to have more than likely at least one international player Don't on that roster. look at Louisiana Tech and, and yeah. uh, uh, Louisiana Monroe's roster. See how many kids from Louisiana are on that? That's because we're not a strong, as strong a basketball state as, as we used to be. And there's nothing wrong with that except that you don't you can't recruit Necess- you can occasionally there's going to be the local kid that's that's going to be good enough, but chances are academics is going to play a role. Uh, you're also going to have a situation where is it good for the kid to stay in this environment, or would he be better off going to Iowa State as Marcus Pfizer did? Um, but you're talking about Joseph Walker, right, or Sean Walker, Sean Walker. former coach, excuse me. Um, okay, remember he took over this program in APR Hell. I mean, didn't win a ball game, right? Right. He finishes up this year 16-17. Granted, that's one game under five hundred. He was 10-8 and in the conference, 12-2 uh, and at home. He was, uh, of course, 4-13 and on the road. Which are all guarantee games for the most part, but, other than the – Exactly, to your point, Terry. How about – and it wasn't as tough as some I've seen, but East Carolina, Providence, Virginia – uh, Miami of Ohio, Kent State, Tech, and ULM. That's those seven. Are, that's those are seven ball games that your chances of winning are, not, are less than fifty percent by far. Look, your chances of winning those games are less than five percent. You're not going to win. There was one game I think they played close. Was it Savannah State? Yeah. That they and by the way, Savannah State's going back Division Two. They just announced that last week. Uh, and they won that one, one ten to one hundred four. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, he had this trending was in the right direction. He had a roster finally of decent kids, uh, and, and and now you're you're you know you're sitting there tearing it up again. I don't I don't understand that. Uh, by the way, if you go to the uh, the website, Sean Walker's picture and, and bio are still up. Um, you look at his roster. He had kids from uh, New York, Washington, Virginia. Uh, Florida, Baltimore, and so forth. North Carolina. He had to go all over the. He did, but he was. He had a kid from Alexandria, uh, Arcadia. So he Monroe. So he was getting some local kids. But 
to, as an AD to say you got to recruit a roster within a 90-mile radius in 2017, that's as delusional as you get. I mean, that's that's just not going to get it done. Well, look at any school in the – look at John Calipari in Kentucky. All right, and I'm not comparing those two because there's no comparison there. But what I am telling you is that in 2017, in especially basketball and football, which are the money sports, it's where people, money is made or not made, they're going wherever you have to go to get players. I know Southern University, the, the late, great Ben Job, who uh, I'm very fond of Coach Job, they get kids from all over the country to come into Southern. Yeah. Uh, of course, Southern is the largest black university in the country. Just, just sheer numbers, and they would—they had unbelievable players for a for a large amount of time. And you know, some were from the Baton Rouge area, and majority of them were not. You go recruit where you can, and, and I've had friends that were assistants at Grambling. In, South, in, in, in Southern, you know, Southern always—you know—there's not a usually once every four or five years they're in the tournament. Yeah, Roman Banks just uh, stepped out of the basketball chair and went into uh, the AD's chair. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more Scotts now, that, and I hope he gets the head job down there. But it's. You know, the stability factor is such a big thing, Jamie. And, you know, here's the thing, and we've talked about it. How many times have we talked about this on my show? And we're going to go ahead and take a break here. But anytime you see a presidential change or athletic director change, you can bet in most cases you're going to see football and basketball guys changed immediately, if not within the first year or two. So I guess this is just another uh, example of that. And sometimes, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a bad business in a lot of ways, and I think you're seeing this. And if you're Sean Walker, you're sitting there scratching your head going, I won more games they've won in 20 years. What did I do wrong? And I have no job. At any rate, uh, best of luck to the uh, to Grambling and, and trying to find what they're looking for, although what they're looking for, who knows. Uh, you'll see ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to you by our friends at Pyworks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive in Monroe. Next, Nukes, back in a minute. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area and her team of Marshall Doss, Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, Don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call one 800 Three four five six six four four. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people. Looking out for you, Washita Valley, making good things happen. 
Hey, this is Sean Fox, sports director here at ESPN 97.7, inviting you to join me and the rest of the sports company every day, Monday through Friday, from 3 to 6, for our unique, unfiltered take on the world of local and national sports. We're going to make you laugh. It might make you cry, and there's a pretty good chance at some point I'm going to make you mad. But we're going to have a lot of fun along the way. That's the Sports Company, Monday through Friday from 3 to 6, right here in your home for sports in North Louisiana, ESPN 97.7. Good morning. Here's latest weather conditions for our area. Showers and thunderstorms with warm temperatures in the forecast for today with high 82. Mostly cloudy, 40% chance of rain on tonight or low 62. Mostly cloudy skies, 40% chance of rain for tomorrow and a high of 82 degrees. If you're familiar with cloud computing, you probably know that Amazon Web Services offers a complete set of secure compute, storage, application, and deployment services that help companies launch and scale their IT infrastructures while lowering costs. But did you know that you're still responsible for protecting your own AWS-based assets, meaning your applications and data, from advanced cyber threats? Protect your AWS with Barracuda Network's Advanced Firewall Solutions. Visit AWS Marketplace or barracuda.com slash AWS to learn more. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Hey, welcome back in. ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx with you, closing down the Monday edition of The Edge. Uh, You know, we've hit on a few things, and, and a couple people uh, you know, texting in about the Grambling situation. I, I'm just, I, I'm kind of going off Sean Isabella's article, and I thought it was, uh, it, I think in most articles, and it's what we're trying to do with this show, uh, don't apologize for anything, but mm-hmm. I think you ask hard questions, and you're just curious about um, how a guy that has won more games than they've won in 20 years loses his job because of philosophical differences. Um, and keep in mind, he took this job with, Grambling being hit with the hardest, harshest APR penalty. They were, as you said, 151 and 150. Couldn't get any worse. 351. And whatever. <laughs> 351. Out of 351. Uh, yeah, you're, you're, you can't get any worse. Takes the job, doesn't win a game his first year, which is understandable. He had no had players, his best player transferred, uh, best two players, I believe, transferred out. Uh, so, I mean, this guy, he's shown a progression, as you said, and all of a sudden, he loses his job. Yep. I, I mean, mean I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, you, you, you. I mean, recruiting is based on relationship. And apparently, you know, Gramley doesn't think, and, and the the timing of it. I mean, now he can't. They don't have a, a coach in place. They're not going to have any players. Like they have four seniors on that squad. Well, here's what happens. Okay. Here, here's what happens, and, and I'll be honest with you. And, and you know, whoever you hire is the coach. And in the meanwhile, the AD or somebody better be doing some uh, some house cleaning there. But you're going to have all the Division II and NAIA programs. They're going to come try to come talk yeah. to the players, or you know, they're going to go. Or the players are sitting there going, "We don't have a coach. What are we going to do?" And so, if I'm a junior, I'm going, you know, I've got no stability. This is going to be my third coach, and two. I mean, so I mean, there's issues there, and you wish them the best, but uh, you know, sometimes the decisions. Uh, administrators make just make you really scratch your head. And, I'm, and Double J goes, they need to find a young Fred Hobdy. Hey, they need to find anybody with some stability uh, in that program. I and, can think of Aaron James, Joseph Price, and Sean Walker. That's all, and Fred Hobby. Those only two. I mean, there's been so many. Larry, Larry Wright. I mean, Larry, Wright Larry Wright's a good friend of mine. He's a, a very famous Grambling alum, and it had some good moments there. Uh, Lacey Reynolds was there in the 90s. Uh, he was the Texas Southern coach. He came over and, and did well for a while. Uh, but, you know, it's not – look, low Division One basketball, and, and by the definition of low Division One basketball, it's anybody where you got to win your conference tournament to go to the dance. And so that's a lot of people. It's, it's difficult by design. you got to go where you got players. You could go where you have relationships and can get players in to participate and to help you build a program. So, at any rate, I did want to get into this before we uh, – before we get out of here today, and I think it, uh, it it gives you some insight maybe into some of the things going on. Um, the Indiana Pacers, Cleveland Cavaliers the other day, the uh, Saturday game, the Pacers have a chance to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in game one. It comes down to the final possession. 
Uh, Paul George gets into uh, and their best player. They got the best player with the ball. They get into a 1-4 set, which means Paul George is way out, 10 feet above the top of the key. The other four players are on the baseline. And this is where it makes double-teaming uh, double more difficult. Everybody in the country runs a similarity, uh, similar play. Well, we just clear out with our best player, and he wins it or loses it. Well, LeBron James and Cleveland uh, figure this out, and they're like, you know what? We might lose the game, but the best player is not going to beat us. So LeBron comes and doubles Paul George. Paul George has to make a kick. By the way, uh not very good reaction by the Indiana Pacers because the other three guys stand there. C.J. Miles steps up, who's the guard, steps up a little bit to receive the pass out of the double team. Uh, they're so far out. Paul George is so far out. He drifts to that wing to try to get the ball back, and they do a good job, and, he's, and there's a couple seconds left. C.J. Miles has to take a uh, – it's a makeable shot. It's not the greatest shot in the world, but it's a makeable shot. He misses it. And uh, you see Paul George visibly upset. Uh, in the press conference, he said, look, um, here's the deal. I talked to CJ about it in situations like that. I got to get the last shot. I was asking for it, and CJ took it upon himself. Uh, it was an interesting thing, and this is CJ Miles. Obviously, we wanted to get the ball to Paul to be able to get the shot to win the game. I got the ball with four seconds, so I had to take it myself. I got a good shot. I just didn't make it. Uh, Paul George said, hey, I do trust Miles, but I'd rather be the one that takes the last shot. Uh, Paul George goes, hey, I'm confident in my guys taking the shot. That's not the issue. But in that situation, i got to get that shot. Dysfunction. Are you, t are you kidding me? This is, this is the, the reason I think so many people go nuts over the NBA. Even LeBron James. I don't care if you like LeBron or you don't. I happen to like LeBron. I can only, and this is LeBron's quote, I can only speak for myself. When you're doubling me, I'm going to give the ball up. That's just me. I don't know how everybody else feels about it, but if you get a double, I think we all know how the math works. And so Paul George, I got to have the last shot. You got four other people on the team, dude. Give it up. Give it up to the guy. You know, you think about the iconic Michael Jordan pass to Steve Kerr for the for the clinching uh, win over who was it Utah back in the day. Michael Jordan gives the ball up to Kerr, empowers him, hits the shot. Michael Jordan was, was the scoring leader, finally figured out, hey, i got to drop my scoring back a little bit and make these other guys better, and now I'll start winning championships. He became the greatest of all time. But Paul George, who I like, I've got to get the last shot. Are you kidding me? What would have would have been uh, his response had Miles hit that shot? i got to get the last shot. Yeah, would he have the same? I still got to get it, yeah. yeah I still got it. I should have made that shot. Jeez. I mean, I, it just it amazes me sometimes. And um, it was funny. I saw a thing on Facebook the other day. That uh, Mark Gasol made a quote, and I'm gonna—I will talk about it tomorrow. But I'm just paraphrasing you. As you know, everybody is so consumed with basketball statistics. Statistics are killing the game because what they don't tell you is the intangibles. When did the statistics happen? Did they happen in the last two minutes, or they happened in a blowout win? Everybody's so enamored with a triple double. It's the mm. greatest thing in the history of the world. How'd that work out for you last night, Oklahoma City fan? Russell Westbrook, who I would pay to watch play basketball. He's an individual. He's a great individual player. As he gets older, more mature, maybe he figures out that he needs the help of his team. Well, he averages 10 assists a game. And he also shoots 40% from the field and takes an incredible amount of shots and leads the NBA at guards and turnovers. Didn't know that. Yeah. And so MVP, no, sorry, you're not the MVP. You got great numbers, but numbers only tell part of the story. Look at all the numbers. And I'm not a West, Russell Westbrook hater, but I just put it in perspective. Your, your, your team's in sixth place. You're not the MVP of the league. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You're not. And so maybe I'm just old school on that. Good stuff out here today, though, Jamie. It's, uh, I, I do want to get into that. We, we got some more entitlement issues. Got a lot of them. Um, in, in all sports. But uh, interesting, yeah, and, uh, and Chuck points out Bob Hopkins was the, was the coach at Grambling in the early 80s. Uh, yeah, he was uh, a very famous guy. At any rate, uh, yeah, we'll get into some more of that stuff tomorrow. I got uh, several texts on that. We might do some more. I might reach out to Sean Isabella, get him to come on and, and talk about that. I just thought it was an interesting article. If we get a chance to go read that, uh, go check it out. But just uh, I, I did read that, and I was still shaking, scratching my head. How can you get rid of a guy? who granted had a – but, I mean, where he took the program – I mean, 
and I know we get accused on this of, of being, you know, coach supporters ad nauseum. But I mean, when you have a track record here now of some years, behind, you you I would think if you're Grambling, you're looking for some stability. That, like you said, I mean, I can't keep up with the presidents coming in and out of the door. I, I and and now the ads again. That's a revolving door. Coaches are revolving door. Wake up. I mean, you, you ever think, you know, how can you build something when you, you know, you're changing? I, I don't Put know. New and, management. and this is a guy who was trending in the right direction. No question about it. Uh, I'm looking at the baseball. I mean, and this poor guy's got a 14 and 21. He played LSU and everybody else. I wonder if he's gone after this year. He's had a pretty successful run at Grambling. Well, they, they, they locked the women's basketball coach in. I think that guy went to Ole Miss. They won a game over there. And. Uh, in the, the, I guess, the women's NIT. But, yeah, it's, it's some pretty bizarre stuff when you really start to look at it. Uh, and, again, stability being the main factor. And, and uh, there's some personnel div- uh, differences or philosoph- philosophical differences I think he cited on the deal. So, you know, who knows. But uh, interesting things going on. Jamie, appreciate you coming in. Good stuff today. Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165 North of Monroe. GB Cooley reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. A tremendous North Louisiana attorney, Mr. Bobby Manning. Uh, wrongful death, personal injury, criminal defense, whatever you need, Bobby's there for you. And our friends at Spa Novelle, Lammy Lane in Monroe, 318-807-1060. Pamper the special people in your life. Look, if you blew the Easter gift, you still got time to go get the Mother's Day. You get the graduation. You get the birthday. Whatever you need, Spa Novelle is the place you need to go. Tell them you heard it on ESPN. Just go buy the certificate and you're good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. I mean, you can hang on to that certificate. Yes. And just give it when you need it. And like so, so if your girlfriend asks you, "Hey, dude, to get me for anything for my birthday?" You got it. Yep, here you go. Yeah, out of the doghouse immediately. See, look, we we help people, James. That's it. That's, that's what it. we do. That's what we we're motivators. Like. We're assistants. We help you. You don't get that anywhere else, folks. Been a great show today. Thanks, John Tabor, for running the board. Thanks to our friends, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, for sponsoring the text line and Pie Works as well. For Jamie Fox, for John Tabor, I'm Terry Walter. You guys have a great day. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.